Okay, here we are, folks. <laughs> you thought this was a regular episode. No, no, no. This is a special one. What is this accent? I don't know, but I'm going with it. <laughs> I'm getting like part Boston, part like Troll Under the Bridge, part Pirate, it's a, maybe? <laughs> it's the Troll Under the Bridge in Boston. <laughs> Welcome to the 100th episode of the Monster Baby Podcast. The 100th episode! We are still on a curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. It's, we're so romping. We're just romping left and right. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I'm Lisa Rowland. I'm Ted Damizo. Make sure we get that out of the way. That's right. And yeah, we are here to celebrate. We are we're celebrating and noting and marking and acknowledging uh, 100 episodes in the can. And and of course, yes, numbers are arbitrary. Like, why does 100 matter more than 99? I don't know. We we work in a base 10 system with the Arabic numerals. Yeah. So we're just going with it. The number changed. The, it went from 99 on the odometer to 100. So we've got an extra digit now. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, we're choosing to let it be exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't rain on the parade yeah. before the parade's even started. Come on. Okay. But in this episode, we're just we're just reviewing. We're, we're taking reflecting. stock. We're reflecting. reflecting a little bit on yeah. where we started, what we've covered, the people that we've talked to. We hear from some of our listeners. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So that's it. So join us for this celebration to reflect with us. Hope you have a good time. And uh, hey, stick around for the end because uh, we mentioned that we're thinking about getting some Monster Baby community together. Probably won't happen until the fall, but could be virtual, could be in person. Uh, but we'd love to hang out with you, get to play some games, do some mindfulness stuff. Yeah, so start just, we're planting the seed so that you start thinking about it. And then when it comes time, you take the plunge. Take the plunge. It's a, I love the mixed metaphor. Planting the seed, take the plunge. Yeah. D- directly into the soil. Whatever works for you. See what comes up off the diving board. That's right. Okay. Make a splash. <laughs> All right. Listen on, folks. Enjoy. We love you. Thanks for being here. We are doing it. Okay, great. This is happening. It's real. It. This is... Uh, happy, happy... Yeah, what do we say? Anniversary? Happy 100th. Hundred, happy 100th. Yeah. It only comes around once every hundred times. That's right. That's the deal. That's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's cool. It, it does feel sort of um, like un, it feels a little bit unreal, you know. Yeah. Each time we've done an episode, I've thought, "Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm cool. I like I like what we got in store here, and maybe we're gonna tell a story or we got a topic." But if I think like, "Okay, what other topics could we do?" I'm kind of stymied. I'm like, I don't know. I think we've covered it all. Yeah. And yet, there's always seem to be new ones. Yeah. And so, yeah, 100 is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm like, what do we talk about all that time? All those, what do we do? How how do we, what do we, what's in those? (laughs) I mean, like, I I sort of know, but it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's cool. Yeah. And if you think about, I don't know, what uh, each one's about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. That's like 100 hours. You could take a couple of cross-country trips. Could you? I think so. How many hours does it take to drive across the country? About 50. Really? Well, it's 3,000. Let's We're just roughing, roughing the estimates. Sure. 3,000 miles, 60 miles an hour, yeah. 50 hours. Okay, yeah. So, boom, you can get, get across the country and back just listening to just the Monster Baby. Just on the fuel of Monster Baby podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think you might want to shake it up a little. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I advise it, but it's a cool metric. Maybe a little Sade. Oh, well, that's where you and I diverge, Ted, is that Sade is the thing that you would use to break up the constant monster baby. That's just the name that came to mind. You want to get three, three, name three artists you would want to listen to on your Uh, trip across country. Cake. Okay. Lake Street Dive. Sure. The Beatles. Beatles, pretty good. Big catalog. That gets you a long way as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Almost as big a catalog as we have. Also the radio. I'm Ser- a big fan of the radio. Okay, Sirius XM? Oh, no, I want to just hear whatever's on. Oh, yeah. I, I, have I told you my cross-country radio story? No. Okay, so there's a stretch in the middle of the country. Yeah. At least it used to be the case. You got nothing except country uh-huh. and Christian radio. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So I would go back and forth. and, and Between somet- country and Christian radio. Yeah, and sometimes you're on, sometimes you're on AM 
sometimes you're on FM, you're trying to pick stuff, whatever you can get. Yeah. So I'm listening to this Christian radio station. Yeah. And this guy is just preaching. Uh-huh. He's just going on and on. I'm not exactly sure what he's saying because it sounds like this. Lord, my shepherd, amen, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, amen, hallelujah. Lord, my shepherd, amen. Like just- Jesus, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> Shepherd, Lord, my shepherd, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. It's like, nonstop. I could not. You're like, wait, what are what are you saying? Like, nothing. all of these are just sort of, yeah, it was all punk, it's all punctuation. It was all, it was all holy expletives. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he just kept going, and I thought, so yeah, if it was Jesus wept and went to the bakery, Jesus, amen, hallelujah, Lord, my shepherd, wept, amen, Jesus, amen, wept, hallelujah. Yeah, there was no, never, there's no verb. You never get to the yeah. bakery. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. I listened for like five minutes, cracking up, switched over to the country station, eh, 20 minutes, yeah. whatever, switched back to the Christian, amen, hallelujah, <laughs> Lord, my shepherd. Yes, the same. Bakery, amen. He's like gone through one sentence. That's it. That's it. So yeah, if you want to take a break from the Monster Baby podcast You're on great. your trip across the country, yeah, you might hit something like that. Great. It is. It happens to be a a. It's a bucket list thing to take a cross country drive. You've never done it. I've never done it. Wow. Yeah, I've never done it. I haven't taken very many long, long drive like road trip. Okay. Yeah, but I would really love to drive across the country someday. Fascinating because I've taken I think twelve. Yeah, I know some people just do it all the t- they, they do a lot yeah. of them because well, they're you're like moving Boston. Yeah, cross country, Stanford underground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay, but so you, yeah, if you do, <laughs> you can listen to the most baby podcast. <laughs> the point is, we've had you could listen to it all the way. We've had so this is the hundredth episode. I did a little stat research. Great. We're up over sixty three thousand downloads. So, you know, it's not like we're number one on Spotify. We're not Joe Rogan pulling in millions. I don't mind that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It doesn't, doesn't bother we're, me. We're also not getting kicked off Spotify. <laughs> so. Uh, no, but it's like. 63,000. Six, more than 600 an episode averaging. So more than 600 an episode. Tight little community you that's all are super out cool. there. It's like super cool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely remember, if I may. Do you want to finish stats? Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, Are there I'll, more stats? Tell, yeah, yeah let's yeah. do a little stat. The other, the other stat piece is that we're we're now up to ninety eight countries total, mm. and you know our, our our biggies, of course, are the U.S., but consistently Japan, Germany, U.K., Canada, solid, solid there. Awesome. Yeah. Hello uh, to all of you. Hello to all of you and who I, are listening in those places. We're not going to name all ninety eight countries, but you know, coming in with one episode download each. You know, you've got the Maldives, you've got Montenegro, Bolivia, wow. Iraq, Serbia, Great. Jordan, Kazakhstan, Dominican Republic most recently, Malaysia, Malta, Nigeria. So I love this idea that... I'm like, who are you? Yeah, and who's who downloads one episode... Yeah, and then, and then never again. ...either checks out or is taking a long time to download their second. Right, or maybe it was like... Or maybe they have a particular experience and somebody was like, oh, listen to this episode. Like, mm-hmm. it was sent... A link was sent to them because of something oh, right. particular that we were talking about. Yeah. Heartbreak or, you know, like right. saying yes, whatever it is that it's like, oh, I had this conversation with this friend. I feel like that's happened to me and I have not gone on and listened to the podcast, the, the rest of the podcast. Sure. Sure. Recommended an episode. I've got from. a friend in Nigeria who needs to hear this episode. Yeah. And then they hear it. And yeah. That's good. That's great. So, yeah, now it's all all the continents. We're, we've got Monster Baby listeners on all the continents. Antarctica? And- um, okay, maybe not Antarctica. Okay, I mean, let's just be. Yeah, is it a continent? Well, okay, it, yeah, it is a continent. I guess so. I mean, it legitimately I, and clearly. Does anybody live there? Yes, some okay. people live there. All right, three. It is possible that somebody could download Ooh. our podcast okay. from Antarctica. That's our next goal. Get somebody there. All right, listeners. We're coming for you. Here's Antarctica. the challenge. If any of you know somebody living in Antarctica on send one them. of those research stations. Send them a link. Send them a link. Yeah. So we can get, we can ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in, in playing with those numbers, I just, I, I thought that was fun to, 98 countries, that's pretty cool. And almost as many countries as episodes. So, you know, so we're keeping those in parallel. And it, it tickles me that when we started this, you know, we're like, we're just going to have some conversations. Yeah. 
And you especially were like, I don't think anybody's going to want to listen to us. Yeah, I was like, why? Who wants to hear what? We're just two people. We're just two people who talk about this. Yeah. Why does anybody want to hear what we have right. to say about these things? I think it's the podcasts. I think people come for the podcasts. <laughs> Marley is sitting on my lap right now. You might be able to hear her purring. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, Marley. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, okay. Which is, when we started, what did you think this would be? Like, if we cast our memory back right. to like, hey, let's make a podcast. What did I... Hmm. I didn't. Nece- I didn't necessarily think oh, we'll be doing this six years from now. Is that how long it's been? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I did. I did hope that it would be what it has become. That yeah. we would have these cool conversations that get to explore these different topics and try stuff out and workshop ideas with each other, play some games, have some cool people on for conversation. That part. Yeah. I did envision, uh-huh. but I guess I didn't do the math because it, if I had done the math on all that, yeah, maybe I would have said 50, 60 episodes or yeah. something. We'll have a solid run and then, yeah. yeah, and then we'll see where we are, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, me too. And and it's still simple. It's like, you know, we're not doing big bells and whistles, bells, big, try saying that, big <laughs> bells and whistles. Yeah. But we got our intro music, you know, the outro music. <laughs> That's good enough. I, if I may, dear listeners, yeah. I also have to stop and like give credit where credit is due, which is uh, that the, the no all of the work that goes into producing this podcast is done by Ted DeMaison. Like I show up and we have conversations, <laughs> and then I go and then right. Ted like edits. He's he is the one who, who like figures out the recording system and figures out how to capture yeah. it and how to save it and how to edit it and he does he does it all. So I just want to give you a shout Thank out. You. Yeah. Thank in, you. Um, because I I know that if it were up to me it wouldn't happen. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. Right. And so I'm really grateful that you have the know-how or that you have have you have gained right. the know-how and that you have the time energy juice motivation determination whatever it is that allows you to keep doing it there was there was a time where we thought you might do the editing with like really early on for a couple episodes it was like well maybe and then it just quickly became like it's nah. like, not gonna happen but i like doing it i mean yeah. i get to play with the numbers and the volume and, and yeah i did learn how to do it so now I, it's much more efficient yeah but and though the times that we've had mess ups with our technology have been stressful yeah it's also been cool to kind of a couple times rescue the episode where one time it just disappeared completely (laughs) completely gone and i had to do some crazy searching through the bowels of my computer memory to pull the audio file back out and then got it i was like there it is yeah it's like reviving something i know yeah Yeah. so i just am really grateful because i like doing this and i like that it's out in the world and i like that it's a way that we can I don't know, connect to people Mm -hmm. and that it's another way that people can engage with the stuff that we find so vital or essential about this training. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm, and it wouldn't happen if it, if it were up to me, Yeah, you know, so I appreciate it. Well, that's cool. Thanks for saying that. Uh, and you know, going the other direction, I knew that I wanted to explore mindfulness and improvisation and like, that was why I moved to California because I wanted to do that. And this has become the, such a, has become, has been such a valuable hotbed for me mm. in terms of thinking things through. And most explicitly, you know, our first batch of episodes became the Playful Mindfulness book, right? which is then I've leaned on for all sorts of stuff. But even more than that, like the workshops I do, the presentations I do, the thinking I do, so much of it has come out of our conversations. Mm. And and I often tell people when they're reading the book, like, you know, you're, this is, it's really Lisa's in there too. Like there are paragraphs that are, you wrote the paragraph yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. because you just said it out loud. It was like, that's pretty coherent. Uh-huh. I'll and, take it. Well, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that, there's been a lot of fruit, a fruit, a fruitful partnership. harvest partnership. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So that was... I wonder if we could take this moment to listen to 
some of the things that people have sent in because it may sort of inform the rest of our conversation. About yeah, this great stuff. idea. We uh, we put out a an invitation to folks to send in their reflections on the podcast if there was an episode or how they listen or these kinds of things, and uh, we got four lovely responses. So yeah, let's uh, let's listen and, and see I what folks have to say. So I haven't heard these at all. To hear them. Yeah. Yeah. So our first one we're going to hear from is Diana Hart. Mm, Diana Hart. Diana. Yeah. So here's Diana. Hi, Ted. This is Diana Hart. I'm in Sebastopol, California. I just want to say how much I absolutely love your podcast. I think I've listened to every single episode. Uh, The main thing for me is I love how you just model calm and relaxed, but also excited. So it's your conversations are energizing and also calming for me to listen to. Hmm. And I've really loved some of the people you interviewed. Um, Kat Coppett comes to mind. Um, oh, Larry Dorsey Jr. I'm going on a road trip uh, this week, and I really want to play that game in the car with my friend that I'm driving with. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Lisa, talking about the Bechtel test. Uh, thank you so much for that form and for being such a good model for strong women in improv. And I am just about to re-listen to what I think is your second podcast um, on mindfulness and impulse because it's relevant to some stuff I'm going to be doing in the class I'm holding here in Sebastopol. Thank you so much, Ted, for all just linking up improv and mindfulness. I'm so grateful. I love you both, and I want keep doing this, I hope. We want more and more and more. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Pretty sweet. That's so nice. Oh, Diana, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> I love that. I love hearing, Diana, that you are using it for your classes and for your for your folks it's to to refresh your own thinking on these topics yeah. or to share with other people. It, it it's very fulfilling. Yeah, it's really cool for us to know that like it's serving you in some way. Yeah, and. Uh, and then you also mentioned um, our balance of calm and energy, yeah. <laughs> which I think is like frickin' frack a little bit. But I, I also think that both you and Lisa, you and I can both play both roles. Yeah. If maybe I'm more often on the calm side, you're more often on the energetic yeah, side. Right. But we can get both we may going. We have home bases yeah. that we yeah settle yeah. in. Um, but Diana's also been a long time listener and she came to one of our retreats, uh, retreats and yeah. we had a delightful time with you with her there and um so it's like a kindred spirit yeah that's wonderful diana thanks for sharing that was really wonderful mm-hmm. appreciate that mm-hmm. all right so the second person is uh shannon hughes mm. shannon hughes and uh well let's listen to what she has to say i absolutely love the monster baby podcast i've been listening for the last God, I think since the beginning, and I've learned so much. Um, I am also an improviser, and I apply improv in my own work. And uh, and my business is not that old, so you know, going back and listening to some of these episodes between Lisa and uh, Ted, I have learned so much. Um, not only about my own practice and kind of how to formulate my own practice as it continues to grow and my business continues to grow, but just the blend of mindfulness and improv. Um, and all the things that the two of them and the podcast have to teach have really helped shape kind of my own view on the work and my own development and how I've been able to take my own um, work into kind of the, the, the new and next levels of it. It's hilarious. There are games. There is insight uh, and so much wisdom. I also love the, um, the interview episodes. Um, mm. Patricia Ryan Madsen comes to mind. Uh, Dan O'Connor comes to mind. God, so many, so many. Keep on keeping on, you two, because um, I'm a diehard fan, and I think you know that, <laughs> and I will continue to keep listening. So thank you, thank you for everything. I love it. Thanks, Shannon. Shannon, thank you. I love. Uh, I just love that she had different people that came to mind from the the interview episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there, you know, all of them have been so great, but I just love that like the different ones are at the top of their, their yeah. minds. Yeah, I, I like the way Shannon you talked about 
it informing your practice. And yeah. I don't know whether you met your business practice or your like your meditation practice or your improv practice, but I can envision it doing all of those things. And that's kind of cool too. And especially knowing how intelligent and insightful you are, that it's, you know, there's some, some, well, it word? feels humbling that you find exactly. value in, in what, yeah, in, in the podcast that has reverberations in your work. Yeah. Like that's really, that's exciting. And, and knowing that if we were to hang out with you, that we would feel inspired as well. Of so course, that, yeah. that it would be a, that kind of mutual thing, uh, which is, which is an interesting piece about doing a podcast is that, you know, you listeners know a lot more about us yeah, than we, we do about yeah. you. And you know, we, I've had several people tell me, yeah, I feel like we're really good friends. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know you. I know. I met somebody at uh, the Vancouver Improv Festival who lives, at, who lives in Japan. Christiane, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. And it, it was early on when we had just met and she goes, I just feel like I know you because I've listened to Monster Baby. And it's, it's cool, you know? It's yeah. like cool that, that there is this connection, that this connection can be made mm-hmm. um, across oceans. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. But we should all get together. That's what I want. We should all get together. Yeah. So stay tuned for more on that. We'll tell. Yeah. Great. Good. 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 Uh, all right. Here's our third, uh, which is Juan. I don't know Juan's last name. Oh, Rios. Juan Rios. Juan Rios. Yeah. Uh, so this one, he kind of jumps in here. He didn't tell us his name, but I'm glad we're mentioning it. Yeah. Uh, but so this is Juan, and here's what he had to say. My favorite uh, monster baby moment was whenever uh, Lisa had this realization that uh, juicing the moment was just like what Ted was telling her to do in terms of being mindful of what's happening um, in the moment. It was just like a moment in which I felt uh, there are two different views of the world converged to one. Mm. Um, I usually listen to the podcast um, actually whenever I'm kind of a little sad because I think it's a great um, energy to bump me up again. And Monster Baby has impacted my life, at least um, by making me lose less stuff with the tile and by knowing that I am supposed to feel an afterburn after difficult conversations. Thank you so much, you both, uh, for all the good stuff you, you brought to my and so many other lives. I love that. So losing less stuff with the tile. I talked about the tile that's on my keys. Oh, so you right. Can, you can beep your keys from your phone. Yes. And I know that. Juan loses his wallet all the time, so we put a tile in it, so he loses less stuff now. I love it. Practical advice with Monster <laughs> Baby. So yeah. good. Yeah. And Afterburn. Yeah, we have Kathy Rowland to thank for that. Yeah. Afterburn. That idea that when you do something vulnerable, you immediately have all these feelings of shame, regret, like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. I that was. I, I think I've ruined everything. Maybe I don't actually right. even feel that way. I think I made a horrible mistake. I shouldn't, you know, and that expecting that can be so helpful in not believing it. I heard somebody call it a vulnerability hangover this yeah. week, which makes total sense to me. Like Even though it was the right thing to share, it's like, I'm just feeling tired. Yeah. I don't regret, like you said, no regrets, but I'm just I'm But just those tired. two things feel different, right? Because the afterburn is the, that feeling of regret. Yes, of like, yes, fair enough. Oh God, I like, oh, I want to p- pull in and erase myself. And right. I think I, this was a this was too big, too much. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have, right? Like it is sort of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, but knowing that it's coming mm-hmm. takes power away from it. And Juan, I, I appreciate your sharing that you would listen when you're sad, that it would yeah. lift your spirits. Uh, that's kind of cool because I, I love to be a, a spirit lifter. Yeah. And I, when you said that, I also thought maybe there's a resonance there because I often feel sad. Mm. And so there's something about our conversations that we like can acknowledge that and still play with it and still, mm-hmm. still find a joy, even though there is sadness. So yeah. Oh, Juan, thank you so much for sharing how, yep. how that has shown up for you. Yep. That's so nice. All right. Here's our final one. Final listener, uh, audio bit. And this is from K Ross, who's calling in all the way from, Asia. So uh, here's Kay. Hello, this is Kay Ross calling in from Hong Kong. Mm. Wishing best wishes and congratulations to Monster Baby and Ted and Lisa on the 100th episode and may there be many more. What I love about Monster Baby is the always curious and delightful and insightful exploration of the intersection of improv and mindfulness. And there are so many topics under that banner to explore. I love the way you play with each other and the way you play with your guests. 
Sometimes it's noisy and silly. Sometimes it's quiet and thoughtful. And it's always vulnerable and honest and respectful. And I like the way you're not afraid of silence. Mm. And what I especially enjoy is the intro music. It always makes me laugh. So thanks. And again, congratulations. I love you. Bye-bye. Oh, that's so, what a beautifully stated, what a beautiful uh, tribute. to Yeah, that's the word. Thank you so much, Kay. That's yeah. so nice. I love hearing Kay's voice too. She's, she's Australian living in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Kay, I, I, <laughs> I think it's great that you mentioned the music because that yeah. felt like a, a total serendipitous thing to stumble on. It, it's a, a piece called The Township Two-Step by a group named Brasmataz. And it was in a you know royalty free music site and whatever. It just felt like it encapsulated what we were trying to get yeah, at so, so perfectly. Yeah. And it's got all this improvisation and play in it, and uh, you know it's bold. But um, anyway, glad you like that. And uh, and thanks so much for listening, Kay, and for putting that just putting that into words because it is there's so many things under this banner, and I it's just so great to hear. We haven't ever really heard from our listeners before like this mm-hmm. and it feels really really wonderful i also i appreciate your mentioning the vulnerability piece too because there have been a few episodes that we've told stories about our lives and and shared some pretty personal things and it's like um and yet when i look back on it so those are some of the episodes i'm most proud of mm. uh, because we're being real and you know yeah maybe there's some things i wish i hadn't said or i might say differently but it's okay. Yeah. It's like we're we don't all in need this to together. Sh- we don't need to show the perfect version of yeah. anything. Like we just get to come together and hash it out. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Thank you, the four of you. Uh, and it's, it's such a treat to hear your voices and get you on this episode too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So speaking of stories from our lives, I was thinking about the stories that we told, we you talked about being at clown camp mm. in one episode and uh, this idea of clown neutral. And oh, God, yeah. Uh, and you, uh, we did the, the story of me and Dan Klein moving the refrigerator. refrigerator up the front stairs oh, and almost God. killing Dan. And boy, that would have been a different episode. But <laughs> Dan, I'm glad you're still alive. Oh, my gosh. Um, Speaking of which, we should have Dan Klein on this episode, on the podcast. Yeah, Dan Klein needs to come on here, yeah. for sure. Uh, and then and then the episode where I had had that recent heartbreak, and yeah. we processed that. Mm-hmm. Super helpful for me, personally. I'm not, I hope it was helpful for other people, too. And then I was thinking of your sharing about your experience trying to become a mom and then yeah. becoming a mom. And, yeah, well, I feel like there were a couple of, of those in there, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I first shared, hey, this is a decision I made. I'm pursuing this. And then we got the follow-up. And then it was and like, here it, is. it happened. And then and then here's my yeah. childbirth experience. Yeah. And I'm... I, Some we, of it. Because we haven't been doing episodes as, as often these days. Yeah. I'm pretty certain... We could probably just do the parenthood episode oh my God. on repeat and you oh my could God. tell stories about improvisation and mindfulness through your experience there. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Daily practice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the thing that like strikes me, you know, it's like every, I feel like the, the obvious way into like parenthood and, and these things is like, oh, well, there's, they're so present. Like children are so present. And so they remind you to be so present. And that is true. Um, and I feel like specifically the moments where the moments where I, I have to choose to just be present rather than fighting the reality is like she has woken up at 5.15 a.m. A.m. Yeah. And we're up now. Yeah. And so, okay, so we're going to play in the kitchen and I can, I can be so upset about that or we can just settle in for a little kitchen floor playtime. Like... Mm-hmm. So I like make a cup of coffee and I realized the other the other day, like those those mornings, especially there's something special about it when it's still dark in the morning. Like now it gets light, you know, early. And so uh, it feels like the day has begun, sure. you know, starting pretty early. But when it's still dark for a while and you're like, OK, I'm up and it feels like we're the only ones up. Mm-hmm. 
and we're just going to like hang it. We're just going to hang out. And she's having a great time. So and cool. you realize like you can choose to hang on to how much you wish you were still asleep or you can choose to also have a great time. Mm-hmm. And, and I say this as somebody with a baby who generally sleeps. So I'm not in a constant state of sleep deprivation. And that is Which a different, makes, yep, that makes a big difference. That is a different life experience. So for all of you parents out there who have lived with that, perm, like chronic sleep deprivation because of your children who don't love sleeping, <laughs> Uh, I my heart goes out to you. You have full permission to be as cranky as you to want be like, and hold on to whatever. No, that does want. not actually work for me. I get it. It's cool. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, those moments. And then right now, there's like she's like dropping a lot of food on the floor. For she like she you know she feeds herself, mm-hmm. and just like holds holds the zucchini. Oh, a little intentional stuff. Oh, completely intentional. Oh, it's yeah. not like she. Oh yeah, she completely right. intentional. Okay. Like picks it up, holds it off the edge. And then just drops it. This is not collateral damage from the meal. On this the plate. is not just like, oh, it fell yeah. because I am uncoordinated. Like she's quite coordinated. <laughs> this is absolutely intentional. But I'm working on um, not assigning too much evaluation to that move. I'm mm. like, yeah, that happened. Mm. And I, you know, we'll we'll just keep sort of reminding her that food. Stays up here and what the heck do I know? I don't know anything about what works and what doesn't with kids. Like, I, you know, it's, right. but I, but it could be so frustrating. I think it would be really easy to sort of like assign. Yeah. I, I love value it. to that move of like, oh, no. Or like, oh, now I'm worried that I'm like creating horrible habits and she's going to do this because she's, she, now she's going to learn that she gets her way or she's pushing my buttons right, or these, she knows that she's transgressing. Stories. They're all stories. And it's like, yeah. oh, she just dropped some food on the floor because she's like figuring out how gravity works and she's, you know, right. like playing around with where things belong and f- trying to figure out yeah. what mealtime looks and feels like. And we'll just all get there. Like with, with enough repeated sort of. Yeah. What the message is, we're just all going to get there, and it's gonna—it's not going to be linear, so and it's fine. I could see myself getting so attached to the meaning, like, oh, she's making a power play, and I'm right. going to figure she's out. She's asserting her will, like, and I have to show, like, hold a boundary, and I'm like, I just, she's one. We're going to work it yeah. out, like, and, and maybe that's true. Maybe she is doing it, but to get attached to it just pr- creates a tension around it. Oh my god! It. That, of course, she'll then pick up on. Yeah, so. right, 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 right. And then yeah. you teach her what her leverage is to piss you off. Right. Which, which is, is which is dangerous. Very, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I see. So I remember those stories anyway. from our lives and, the, and that that's been part of what we've done as well. Yeah. And it's fun. I, I like when we veer off. Sometimes when they're un, unexpected stories, like, yeah. oh, yeah, that reminds me. Let me tell you. Yeah. What well, kind of like the Lord, my shepherd thing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. These things just show up. Like, okay, that's yeah. fun. We had um, we've had a lot of conversations with other people too. Yeah, totally. That's been really fun. I'm excited about more. I'm, I'm excited about more of those because there's so many people doing exciting work in these mm-hmm. fields. More now. Yeah. Than there were. Than there were six when we started. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I take personal credit for that. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's really our groundbreaking. Uh, yeah, we talked with. Um, Dan O'Connor a couple times, mm-hmm. both of his book releases, and Troy Steinmetz came and chatted with us about puzzles. Yeah, and Patricia, of course. Patricia we had Ryan a two-part Madsen. Patricia interview. Back at the beginning. Or conversation. Her, uh, you know, she's the the matriarch or like grand influence on both of us. Yeah. So that was cool to have her. Joe Bill came and talked to us for two episodes, mm-hmm. and Denise Jacobs. Um, Cat that, Coppett. That inner critic, Cat Coppett. We talked to Tiagi. That's right. Which was a, a total treat. He's a magical guy. And then, of course, Larry Dorsey Jr., most recently. Yeah. and Talking um, about Freestyle Love Supreme and his philosophy on life. It was an awesome conversation. Fantastic. And we also talked with Angelo John Lewis and Cindy Franklin. Mm-hmm. That was, I think it was right before I was supposed to lead a workshop with them That's on right. improvisation and spirituality. Right. And then that workshop didn't happen because that was right at the beginning of COVID. Oh, wow. We had, That's it was, right. we had that moment of like, we could do it, but I just felt like I, I can't put my people at risk. I yeah. can't have people come out. And we just knew nothing. We knew nothing about it except it was this dangerous thing. And right. so we had to cancel. So we, yeah, but we did have the, the podcast episode with them yeah. just before. Yeah. And then Matt Abrahams and Adam Tobin. Yeah, so fun. About communication. Public speaking, yeah, screenwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, Corey. And Corey for his book, Your Story Well Told. He's on a book tour right now. Uh, such fun to talk to these people. And, uh, you know, if <laughs> I think I may have mentioned this before, but sometimes I'm, I wonder about my life. I'm like, oh, have I lived up to my hopes or my expectations or my potential? And, and I might say no sometimes, but then I'm like, all right, well, just look at who your friends are. Hmm. Who do you hang out with? And That's look, pretty good. I look at this list of people. I think, oh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. We're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so lovely. That reminds me of John Stone's advice when he says, if you want to know how good of an improviser you are, uh, see how much fun other people have playing with you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the measure. It's not that's a great measure. what your skill is, you know, like whatever. I mean, you know, it, it all sort of, sort of goes into it, but he's like, that, that's what you need to know. How much do people want to play with you? It's, a, well, it's interesting. The very first time you just said it just now, yeah. you said how much fun people have playing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've always thought of that idea as how much people want to play with you. Mm. But as you were speaking, I thought, you know what? But people could want to play with me or you or whoever. Or someone. Because of that person's status. Like it came to mind, Robin Williams. I want to play with Robin Williams because he was so famous. And I got on stage with Robin. But that's not it. For bragging rights somehow. It's it's the how much fun did they have. Yeah. Because what I've heard... People actually didn't like improvising with Robin Williams because he was so. Oh, he's on his spotlight own. Spotlight heavy. He's on his own. Just well, doing his he, own I mean, thing. In a way, it's like he's just on his own plane. Right. Like he's just untouchable, right? right. Like he's just yeah. on his own wavelength. And so, yeah, it's like what a thrill to be on stage with him. And also, like I couldn't touch it. I right. couldn't touch it. So I love this Johnstone measure more of like, yeah, who's having fun? And yeah. so anyway, I, lo- I love this list of people. How good of a time are you showing people? Right. It's so nice. What if, a nice measure. If you were going to, you mentioned Dan Klein's name and yeah. Dan, we're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, who else might you like to talk to mm. on this podcast? Oh my God. I know who. Okay. Pippa Evans. Pippa Evans. Who's, She's. Tell she, me. Oh my God. She's an amazing improviser. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast, but it was the last international festival I went to, which was in Würzburg. Germany we did there was there's always a maestro at this international festival and the two of us ended up being the last two players standing and we were challenged to a song and we ended up singing a duet and she's in Showstoppers which is a UK group it's based in London I want to say tours all over Britain okay and does improvised Broadway music like she is a stunning musical improviser just stunning and I had so much fun with her, and we ended up singing a song to get like a duet together. I mean, she's a far better improviser. Better, she's just like she has her musical improv skills are like outrageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and we ended up doing this duet together, and we ended up tying. Oh, nice for Maestro, which was so fun. I had so much fun playing with her, and she wrote a book called Improvise Your Life. I believe oh. it's called Improvise Your Life, and she teaches courses on this exact thing, and. I want to say she's also about to have a baby. Nice. And she is. she's just like so, she's such a delight. Great. She's such a delight. I hadn't even thought about that, but of course we should talk with her. She's just wonderful. a blast. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Pippa, I look forward to meeting you maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking of Court Worthington too. Oh, heck yeah. Court was, I met Court at the Applied Improvisation Network International Conference in Baltimore in 2011. Yeah. Just before you and I met, I think. Yeah. Or no, we met. Anyway. Uh, and Court came to me because I said I wanted to lead a workshop on improvisation and spirituality. And he said, hey, can I help you with that? Yeah. And I said, sure. And we got together and we totally hit it off. And then he you and did, I, You did it. We did it. And we did We led a uh, workshop at the Zen Center. and I attended. You attended. And then you and I led a workshop at the Zen Center. And that was also a, a seed a seed of all this work and all the episodes of the, of the Monster Baby uh, but Court teaches leadership at, at UC Berkeley at the yeah. business school. And uh, that'd be fun to talk with him about leadership and yeah. mindfulness and improv. That would be great. I've also got two other people. Yeah, who? One is Rhonda McGee, uh-huh. uh, who's done a ton of work on mindfulness and racial justice. And, oh, amazing. Uh, really wise woman and um, has a keen appreciation for the value of play. Hmm. And then... Uh, John Kabat-Zinn, who's kind of like... I've heard of him. Yeah, the, the, the great 
introducer of mindfulness to so many people in the U.S. and that would be amazing. Brought mindfulness to secular audience, and he was one of my teachers. Uh, he he loves play, and so I'm sort of thinking about okay, how can I reach out to John to invite him on? But yeah, it would be really fun to have him as well. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many good people to talk to. Listeners, if you have ideas for who we could talk to, you want to hear somebody talk with us, have a conversation. Hype up. Let us know. know. Info at monsterbabypodcast.com. But uh, reach out, yeah, because we're, you know, we've got some more conversations to have. So, yeah. Can we get Buddha on? (sighs) He's booked. Buddha's booked. He's booked solid. He's notoriously bad at getting back to you via email. Yeah, but. I'd be interested to see what games he's got up his yeah. sleeve. Up his robe. <laughs> up his robe sounds really different than up his sleeve. You're like, no, up your up your sleeve is an arm and you could tuck you know, okay. playing card, but up your robe is like a whole Fair enough. Yeah. Buddha, so don't I'm sorry. worry, Buddha. We're not no one's looking up your robe. <laughs> Didn't mean to be disrespectful. No one's looking up your robe. Up your saffron sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know what that guy's got up his saffron sleeve. That's like an amazing He'd be like are you attached to playing a game? If so, maybe you should let it go. Maybe you should look at that. Okay, we won't do anything. Okay, Sorry, forget but... it. Okay, forget it. We'll just sit here silently accepting what is. All right, fine. It's fine. I'll have no feelings about it. Okay, it's I fine. have an idea, but I'm sorry, I'm attached. <laughs> I'm not supposed to. So actually, what would you ask the Buddha? Oh, God. If we had him on an interview, what would you... You know, I'd probably be like, "How's your what's going on? How's your day? Yeah. And then see where that goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me about if he that. was on, I mean, I'm too, I'm, I'm too like, I don't know. Where does he look like? What do you mean? Ask the Buddha. Like, is he, what does his life look like? Uh, well, are you going to research his life? I guess I would be like, what's go, what's hot for you right now? You don't want to research his life and ask him a question based on his experience? Pretty no, much? I don't think so. I would want to see what's going on for him now. Okay. What's, like, what's up? Yeah. What's up? Or, ah, <laughs> here's a question. <laughs> This is how Lisa works. Here's <laughs> just give her a chance to stew in the <laughs> mix in the stew, simmer a little bit. I think I'd be like, okay, what have we gotten wrong? Oh, nice. Because you dropped a whole bunch of cool stuff <laughs> on us, and certainly some of it has been corrupted. Yeah. So, like, what are you like? Okay. It's not about that. That's you know, you're all taking it in this way, right. but I didn't. That's not what I meant. Um, but then again, he'd probably be like, mm-hmm. like. It is what it, you know. People. Oh, I don't know what, what I know of him. Yeah, you, I, mean, I think you. he would. I think he'd definitely have some opinions. Okay, great. He'd, he'd drop some knowledge. Yeah. And he probably run circles around us and leave us being like, um, "Wait, what did he say? <laughs> did that make sense? How does that make sense?" <laughs> but yeah, I want to know what he does he think in of koans, particularly in the West, like Buddhism in the yeah. West. Like, are we just capitalizing, capitalismizing everything? And yeah. Does it should it be in a monastery? Like yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like that question. Yeah. What like what do you want people to know about it now that mm-hmm. they all think they knew what you meant and they're like living by their interpretation interpretation of what you meant? Some people are. I'd also like to ask him. You know, who's his favorite basketball player? You, know? mm, you think he's got one? Yeah, probably not Draymond Green. A little too volatile for little, him. Yeah. Right. Maybe Steph. Maybe like, Steph Curry. He likes the team players. It, you figure Joy. that whoever this is is on the Warriors. His favorite, his favorite well, players on the Warriors? Well, you know, Steve Kerr is the coach of the Warriors, and he's got four primary values that he wants the team to play with. Mm-hmm. Competition, collaboration, mindfulness, and joy. Mm. God. So I, I think that, I think... Steve Kerr. I know, he's, he's, he's on it. I think, I think the Buddha would appreciate that. Yeah. He'd appreciate that explicit go for mindfulness. So Wonderful. If he's going to have a favorite team... Yeah. Competition, collaboration, mindfulness, and joy. And joy. Mm-hmm. I love that joy is a part of it. And fascinating to me, so right now Golden State is in the playoff series with Memphis, and they were leading in the series three games to one. First team to get to four games wins the series. So they go back to Memphis and just get clobbered. Right. Just Memphis was leading by like 56 points in the third quarter or something. Yeah. It's a crazy number. And during one of the timeouts, the Memphis dance team came out and was doing, they have this song, I forget what it is. It's like Womp something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like, whoops, there it is, but it's not. It's like, I don't know. But it's just this line that keeps repeating, repeating, yeah. but everybody dances. Yeah. And this dance team came over 
while the Warriors were in timeout, and Steph and Draymond, because they were out of the game, like, we're losing this game, we're not going to get these guys hurt, were standing outside the huddle, and these dancers went over to kind of mock them. Uh-huh. And Draymond Green just started dancing. Dancing with them. He's waving a towel. He's like dancing with them. I'm like, that's, that's the attitude. Cool. That's cool. They're getting completely blown out, and he can and still dance like, with the well, crowd. Dance. Yeah. I suppose there are some people who might have been like, that's not a good, you know, you should be more of a competitor. You should be embarrassed. And like, eh, I don't know. If it's a 10 point game and you're doing that, I don't not, feel like but, embarrassment is a part of competition. Right. You can want to win and recognize you're not. Yeah, and if it was Game Seven, I don't think he would be doing that. Right, right. right they right. already still—they still have a three-one lead. It's going to be three-two. Yeah. So, uh, in any case, that's I fun. love that. That's great. I think the Buddha might like Golden State. That's Warriors. so great. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, I, I've got. I was just thinking to mention themes that came up in the in the bunch of the episodes, mm. and one I think paradox showed up a ton. Which that sort of went. We sort of started out with paradox. I mean, that was early. Yeah, but it's like every when I went to write the book and every episode, it was like, oh, there's another paradox. Oh, there's another paradox. It's almost as if life is full of paradoxes. The really cool stuff is in there. Yeah, but it it feels like we we kind of regularly get back to that. Mm. So I love that, and then of course we've got a lot of play, and I love playing improv games with you, and I love when I go back and edit the episodes of like super fun to listen to sometimes we I start laughing from what we came up with <laughs> so that's cool and then also in looking at what episodes get listened to the most yeah it seems like there's an attraction to the positivity episodes mm. so the joy power positivity a cup of courage like yeah these episodes spike and they sort of stand out have we done an episode on play I think so I think we did a press play Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've pretty much done everything. I think we've done everything. <laughs> <laughs> but we could do another one. Uh, I, did, I, I would have assumed we did, but I was like, could it be that we haven't yeah. just talked about play? Yeah. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. All right. Uh, any, to wrap up here, any insights? Like if you think back about a previous episode, you know, is there anything that's like, Oh, you know, we didn't say this. This is uh, No, I have nothing like that. Nothing. I mean, no. Because, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe it's because I'm like, we did that episode. Great, it's done. I'm off to thinking about other things. Like, you have the the benefit or the experience of, like, listening through it. Oh, right, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. after you're, like, as you're editing and sort of, like, engaging much more deeply with the content for a second time. And so you have the chance to be like, oh, that's not exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I would have said that differently. Um, my general when I listen back my general observation is that I interrupt you a lot (laughs) that's what I'm like shut up Lisa Uh, like just shut up for a second yeah well you don't have to finish a sentence all the time you know just like I I realize I'm like yeah 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 yeah." and it's out you know it's out of enthusiasm it's always out of enthusiasm well maybe once or twice you're like actually Ted you're not correct yeah, but that's not the kind of interruption I'm talking about. You know, uh, like, it's just the sort of, like, stepping on the end of your thought, you know. Yeah, I think some of that's the improv like, game spirit of, you know, there's there are games where you finish each other's sentences, and that's part of the fun is to share the control. So that's cool, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always like, man, you can just leave a little more space, Lisa. You don't have to just get right in there all the time. Right. Um, but in general, I like that. I like that nothing feels like... And now we can enter this as Monster Baby's position in the books. Right. That it's just like, we're just talking about what's up at the moment. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel important to me that we perfect the message or like really per- perfectly articulate the thought. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, here's sort of how I'm thinking about it right now, having not really thought about it before right. to to express out loud. And so I don't mind that, yeah. that there might be ways that I would say it differently if I were to talk about it another time, you know? Right. I... I... I'm kind of curious to go back. I haven't done it yet to go back and listen to the episodes we did right at the beginning of the coronavirus mm. uh, em- as it emerged and hear what we were saying and thinking and uh, because I know that was a time. But I also laugh about the our, you know, one position that was just absolutely uh, 
Was that Biden would we're never off. be president? We're, we're like, he, we're, just, we're done. He's done. <laughs> we analyzed every candidate. We don't even need to talk about Biden. <laughs> we're like, yeah, Biden, he's, he's old. Yeah. Whatever. We're not. And we didn't get that right. Hello. So this is why we're not political analysts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a, um, an insight. So we did the episode with Troy Steinmetz yeah. about puzzles. And a, a little while back, you know, my puzzle collection has burgeoned since then. I was just a beginner when I did I've now got tons of puzzles, but I have had an experience as I've done puzzles that you sort of, you can get into a space in, in, in a zone with it. So I think we talked about that. But I love that as I'm doing a puzzle, after I've worked with it up for a while, I get more intimate with it. Like I know yeah. what I've seen the image enough. I know what's where. So I can now pick up a piece. I was like, oh, that needs to go over here. Uh-huh. Because I know what I'm going to yeah. much better. Yeah. Whereas if I had picked up that piece at the beginning, I'd be like, I have no clue where this goes. Right. And so you pick up speed, you pick up ease, you pick up flow because of the intimacy with the object. Yeah. And that just seemed like a cool a cool insight. I don't think we talked about that in the mm, episode. Yeah. Um, but the more the more familiar we get with things and the, the more, more we see the more I mean the more we see, see and the we more know we know where, where it fits know, in know where it needs to go yeah and so the same thing I've thought about that a lot with puzzles which is like oh before I just thought this was blue but now I can see it's mottled blue and yes. mottled blue is a totally different thing than blue because blue is actually the ocean but mottled blue is the sky you know or whatever yeah. like yeah. you you start to pick up on the nuances when they become important yeah. I mean it feels so much like a relationship <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> to me say more it's just like the you meet people and they're sort of broad strokes and then the more intimate you get with them, the more you're like the information that's coming at you takes on different meaning. Like little oh, tones okay. of voice have meaning for you now that they wouldn't have in your first couple of right. dates, right? Or like little, like I, you know, you, you develop a shared vocabulary with this person and yep. so suddenly you can communicate in a different way or like the pieces of them, you start to learn what you're looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Except might... the, the only way that it... Well, no, okay. Not the only way that it's not. But one of the ways that it's not is that puzzles are a set picture. Right. There is a static... And of course, a person's changing. End point. Yeah. And that doesn't exist with a person. But right. you just like learn the nuances. Yeah. The nuances become important and paramount. Well, and likewise, you also learn what people need, right? So that as I'm as I'm doing a puzzle and I get more familiar with it, it might all be the same color, but I can see the shapes differently. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that shape that needs to go there, and and it will almost be like my mind sees the shape that's needed on the incomplete puzzle, looks in the box, and immediately my eye goes to the to the needed piece. That's interesting because that's also like you see what you're looking for, right? Well, Maybe well, to the exclusion. Without, it seems like it's without effort, though. It's not the like. I need this piece. Where is it? Uh, there it is. It's like I need this piece. The first place I look, uh-huh. it's there. So something happening unconsciously, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, the thing that always struck me, and actually, in doing puzzles with you, is I never paid attention to the shapes. Oh, cool. I was never. I just never thought. I was like, I was. I'm exclusively color, mm-hmm. color pattern. Like, what is the content? Mm-hmm. And when you were like, okay, we're going to put the innies here and the outies here. And this is where the four innies go. And this is where the, you know. And I was like, what? I did, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, it just was like a completely different. Different mind. Which yeah. again, is like a relationship. Right. You know? Right. Where you're like, I would never approach things that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the fun of this whole podcast is you and I got a lot, of, different. a lot of overlap. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, familiarity and friendship and uh, ease yeah but also plenty of difference plenty of difference yeah I think that's I think that's kind of what fuels this whole thing I think so is that uh, getting to play with that yeah yeah the last thing I want to say because I know we're coming in for a landing here is that I feel I feel really proud mm. I feel really proud of the podcast mm. like I I like what we talk about and I like putting it out there and it feels it feels good. So, yeah. yeah. I do too. It's a, it's an accomplishment. So thank you for that. Yeah, and thank everybody, you. thank you for listening and making it worth our while to, to keep doing this. Yeah. 
And they yeah. did, so we're not just shouting into a void, void which might void, have void. might have stopped a while ago if that were the case. So. <laughs> right, right. But and I also uh, we did some thanks earlier to each other, but it's really a treat to get to share this with you, yeah. and it's been a fun constant through all sorts of changes in our lives and disruptions with COVID and work is not the same as it used to be and you know living you live in a different place and the different roommates are like just all this yeah. stuff has changed yeah um but it's a regular place of fun and respite and inspiration so mm-hmm. thanks for being on this journey yeah likewise okay well there you have it people Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you haven't yet listened to All 100, take a cross-country trip. (laughs) And we'll see you for 101. (laughs) We'll see you in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, (laughs) Stay tuned. Yeah, we don't know when 101 will be, but it'll come soon. That's it. It'll come soon. Yeah. Well, it'll come sometime. We're not done. We ain't done. More to come. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, people. Thanks for listening. And uh, hey, check out the outro for some valuable information. Ooh promising, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Here it comes. That's a wrap, Lisa Rowland. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 100 episodes. Thanks for joining us on this journey and and if this is your first hopefully you've gotten some inspiration to go back and hear some of these crazy stories that we talked about uh if it's not your first i hope it provided you a little chance to walk down memory lane with us and that you enjoyed that yeah so we are inspired to connect in a more two-way uh two-direction way (laughs) so with you you. so um just we're just floating that we're planting the seed that we're going to get specific about plans to do a little gathering uh, maybe virtual, maybe in person, maybe both. We don't know what the details are yet, but we want to bring the Monster AV community together um, or provide a space for that to happen anyway. So stay tuned and we'll we'll nail that down and let you know about it. Yeah, and envision playing some games, hanging out, maybe share some food, a uh, couple exercises, get some combo of mindfulness and improv. Yeah, we and don't, we'll, we'll see what it is. Play it out, but uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned more for that. Uh, and then, of course, if you have questions, comments, insights, hopes, fears, whatever you want to share with us, send us a note, info at monsterbabypodcast.com. Feedback? Feedback. Do you have feedback? Always? Feedback is always a scary thing for a sound engineer, which I'm going to go oh, ahead and say right, I am right, a sound right, engineer. Right, yeah, great, great. Uh, info <laughs> at monsterbabypodcast.com. Let us know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't come in with a harmony there. Uh, <laughs> let us know, and, and we'll get in touch with you. And then uh, anything you want to let people know about that's up with you and your world? No, I'm, I'm back on stage in, on San Francisco stages. You can visit lisaroland.com to find out where and when. If you're, yeah, and I'll do my best to keep that updated. <laughs> keep her on her toes, please, yeah. listeners. Uh, cool. And, yeah, if you want to stay tuned with classes that I'm offering Sometimes online, sometimes in person. It's been really fun to be teaching in person again. Oh God, it sure has. Uh, go to playfulmindfulness.com or playfulmindfulness.info. Either one should get you to the same place. And as always, if you know somebody who would like the book, Playful Mindfulness, please pass it on to them. It's a cool summary of the kinds of conversations we had early on in the podcast. And you can also get that at playfulmindfulness.info. And then lastly, we haven't really ever talked about this before, but Mm-mm. we have done a few uh, gigs where we've gone out into the world and met with people and worked with business teams or academic settings. Or and conferences, things to like people. that. Yeah, so uh, if, you, if, if you know an organization or a group of people who could benefit from a workshop or a keynote or a talk or a seminar or anything like that, hit us up we're game yeah we'll make it fun we'll make it interesting we'll make it relevant and uh, powerful so we'd love to work with you but again thank you thank you for listening without you we wouldn't be here yeah and i uh, hope you enjoy this episode or hope hope you enjoyed this episode that's right and we hope you are happy healthy and well and we'll see you next time okay be well people love you <laughs> <laughs>